KYW Original Podcasts. The Coronavirus Pandemic from KYW In-Depth. Right now, a lot of people are out of work, and it happened pretty suddenly for most. Uh, And for people who can't work from home, the pandemic means that there's not going to be another paycheck coming. People like bartenders, personal trainers, massage therapists, venue employees, and, you know, like independent workers who make up the backbone of this gig economy that we have. A lot of people are out of work for the first time. Uh, You know, they've never been in this situation before. They're wondering what to do and where to start. Can you introduce yourself for me? My name is James Pearl. I'm an attorney. I've been practicing about 22 years. My office is downtown Center City. I specialize in representing uh, small and medium businesses, representing uh, companies and individuals. Uh, I specialize in really sort of business disputes as well as representing all aspects of you know a small business or a medium business. So I deal with employment issues, discrimination issues, ADA issues, partnership disputes, pretty much anything that sort of a small business would need. Gotcha. Right on. James, thank you so much for being on the podcast. I appreciate your time. Great. Yeah, thank you. So what options do people have if they work in Pennsylvania and all of a sudden can't work because their place of business has shut down? Is it is it just unemployment? Is there something else they should be thinking about? So that's a that's an excellent question. So right now, I guess the shorter answer is it's it's, it's not just unemployment, but it may be just unemployment. Um, you know, there is a lot of information out there, but there is also a lot of sort of misinformation out there. And what I mean by that is everybody's you know on social media and looking at different things. Um, the specific resource, what I would say to anybody, is go to the website. Uh, that's www.uc.pa.gov. And there's a whole section on dealing with the COVID-19 issues and scenarios. Um, but the short answer is, you know, one, yes, there's unemployment, but depending on the situation, uh, you may look to see whether you're where you are, you know, you have paid leave, uh, whether uh, that's an option for you, whether you have sick sick time accrued, uh, whether there's maybe a workers' compensation ability to collect. Similarly, on the website for the PA Department of Labor, there are, they sort of direct you as well, and they have this specific information for Pennsylvania employees impacted by the COVID-19, and then they sort of have different links to maybe workers' comp uh, and et cetera. Right now, because it's been so fluid, um, the the short answer is, are they limited? Maybe, but yes, maybe not. Uh, there has been some discussion maybe whether FMLA is going to kick in uh, for those who have COVID or who, who those who uh, are uh, caring for somebody who maybe has it as well. But um, it's very fluid and it's changing sort of daily. So as I always say, is you know, as much as the information that we're providing today, it may change a little bit for the, for the next, you know, in the next couple of days as well. But yes, I would say the first thing you should do is instantly apply. Uh, you can apply online and that should be sort of the first step that anybody does is apply for unemployment. And, and not to be redundant, uh, but maybe it's important to, if people in Pennsylvania are out of work right now because their building is shut down and they can't work from home, they are qualified for Pennsylvania unemployment. 
employment, true or false? They, that is true. If the employees, if employees are eligible for unemployment, if they're out of work because their employer closed, whether it's temporary or otherwise, because of the situation we're in. And they, the fastest and easiest way is to file the claim online. And then you'll get a confirmation email as to what, what to do and not do. Now, the, the specific things that are that Pennsylvania has targeted, and that's why, you know, uh, the interesting thing is that, you know, on Monday of this week, so five days ago, the, the state received 50,000 claims. But for the first week of March, so, you know, three weeks ago, it received 12,000 claims. So the the demand is going up exponentially so the but and as a result of that to answer your question yes you're entitled to unemployment the two things also that the state has changed was the the waiting period where it used to be that you had to wait um two to four weeks forget your check now that waiting period is suspended uh you you wouldn't receive your compensation for the first week of your unemployment now you do you're going to get the first week. Second of all, there used to be a little bit of, a, for lack of a better word, some red tape where there, you had to substantiate and prove that you were looking for a new job. Uh, you don't need to do that anymore. Uh, that's been temporarily suspended. So if you are an employee and, you're, and you have been laid off or you're out of work uh, temporarily or otherwise because your employer has closed during this time period, yes, you're entitled to unemployment. I think just because of uh, the amount of people who have never been through this before, uh, people who are who are out of work for the first time, I have been getting so many questions. I'm wondering if I can just do a lightning round with you of questions that people have been asking me, people you know, really want the answers to. Yes, please go ahead. Okay. What can they expect to receive as compensation? Is it the same amount of money they'd be making if they're still at work? Is it a percentage? It is. It is not the same amount of money. So for those of you, those that have not been out of work, so if if you have a bigger company and you have paid time off or paid leave, you should use that. You should reach out to your HR representative and talk to that person because you're going to get on a paid leave 100% of your usual pay. Your unemployment compensation is going to is going to only going to pay between 50 to 70% of your income, depending on your circumstances. So paid leave, if you have that option, you can you should do that. You should try to invoke that because you can have it immediately. Whereas even though you're, the waiting period for unemployment, the one week has been suspended, it is going to take, you know, maybe two to four weeks to first to start getting your, your check. So for those who have not, you know, ever had this situation, the first thing I could say is apply online. They'll, they'll send you a confirmation email, and then they'll ask you for some certain information. But you will not be getting your full money right now. It's going to be a percentage, and it's also going to be based upon whether you've accrued the, the, the credits over time. You have to have over 18 credit weeks based upon your, your base year to be eligible. And the base year is literally four of the five quarters, the, the previous quarters. But yes, you are entitled to, to unemployment compensation, but it will all, it, it's, it's going to probably be anywhere from 50 to 70 percent of what you presumably got. You said that people should use their sick time or paid time off first. It is, can you think of a compelling reason why people would not want to do that? Or, or is that just a good practice before you apply for uh, unemployment, use your paid time off first? 
Yeah, I think that that people, if you know, that people always sort of see that. Um, I think they, they're concerned about using their sick time because, and maybe in their mind, whether they're they're sort of not sick, but they're, the company is shut down or you know suspended operations. Uh, I think people also like to accrue the sick time uh, or the, the the pay time off. Uh, time uh, for other things. Um, this is sort of where right now, if, if the goal is to, uh, you know, recoup as much income as possible, um, if that's the goal, then you uh, you're going to get more you're going to get more money using your sick time and your pay time off, and you're going to get it faster. Uh, even though the system has now been set up to sort of. Uh, not wait, meaning, you know, usually how it works is you have to sort of, you don't get paid for the first week of unemployment, but there's still a lag time. And I think you're probably going to see, usually it's, uh, you know, two to four weeks to receive uh, unemployment compensation benefits from the moment you file. Uh, so you may find in this day that it's a lot more because you just, the demand. Um, now, similarly, what I've also said is, the way pay time off works, maybe the other benefit is, you know, you're dealing with somebody in your company. When you file for unemployment now, even though they're saying two to four weeks, that is a rough estimate. And and the, the simple fact is, I think we're seeing, you know, five and 10 times the demand and maybe even more. So even that from that standpoint, you may be filing for unemployment and waiting you know, it could be six weeks. It could be eight weeks. That's on the on the state side. So it's a little bit to the extent. Yes, if you can take your pay time off, uh, you should try to use it only because there's less bureaucracy and there's less sort of red tape, and you can just sort of have one point of contact without sort of waiting. Gotcha. All right. Uh, if if my work is is still operating, but I need to quarantine because a, a doctor has told me to self quarantine, am I eligible for unemployment? Uh, yeah, the answer is correct. So, you know, if you are currently employed, but you've, you're, they've either, you know, they've told you to quarantine, um, you know, because a healthcare provider has said it or your medical professional has said it, has said it, then the answer is yes, you may be eligible for unemployment compensation and you should file your claim. Obviously, if you're working from home, you're getting paid. But if there's been where your employer has said, we're shut down or we want you to quarantine, then uh, yes, uh, there there is a uh, possibility, and you may be entitled to the unemployment compensation. Obviously, it's very fluid right now. Some of those decisions may may change, but and what I mean by that is, you know, the the words where I say, well, you may be eligible. There may be more firm things in place that say, here's the state directive that says yes. So right now. You are, uh, if your hours are being reduced because of the, the corona, coronavirus situation, if you've been told to quarantine because of uh, the coronavirus situation, the short answer is yes, you may be eligible and you should file your claim online. And this might be a little bit fuzzier. What if I feel uh, that it would be best for me to self-quarantine, but I have not been told to do so by a medical professional and, and my, my workplace is still operating? If you are not receiving pay, Okay, then you may be eligible for unemployment compensation. Okay, if you're told to stay home because your employer thinks that you're at risk of spreading or contracting the disease, then the answer is yes. Now, if you if you're viewing and saying that 
you are making that decision because of, of that and your employer says, well, then you are not getting paid for that time, then I would say, yes, file your claim. It's a little bit easier if your employer says to you, we're asking you not to show up. But if you feel that there's an option where you don't want to go in, uh, yes, you can file for unemployment. What I would do tell you is try to work out some arrangement with the employer because it may be a little bit more difficult to get compensation. And what I mean by that is, is there an ability for you to you know, telework? Is there an ability for you to work from home or do some other arrangement? That's probably going to be where the employer is going to say, well, wait a minute, you know, we're not laying you off and we're not asking you to be temporarily unemployed. You know, we have created an option, some ability sort of to work from home. Then you cannot get your your unemployment compensation. Gotcha. It's not as quickly as, OK, well, I am not as comfortable going in. And as a result, I don't want to, you know, uh, show up at that. I think what I would say is you should talk to your employer first, communicate with the, the, the employer as to what you're thinking and see whether there's a sort of a workaround before, you know, filing for unemployment. The, the issue is, you know, unemployment is, is sort of the safety net. Um, but to the extent that you can continue to somehow receive that regular paycheck, that's really the goal because there is such a lag time between waiting for unemployment versus if you can do some arrangement with your employer. So obviously, if your employer says, we're shutting down and we're not paying you, well, you have no option. You got to file for unemployment. But to the extent if you say, hey, I don't want to go in or I'm not comfortable, maybe there is another option for you to either work from home or not or come up with some resolution with the employer. Gotcha. Uh, okay. So all the schools are closed right now. What if my kids are out of school? Their daycare is closed. I have no one to watch my kids. And I can't go into work because I have to watch my kids. Am I eligible for unemployment in that case? The answer is no. You're not going to be able to receive unemployment compensation if your child's school has been closed and you and you have to stay home with them. Uh, right now, there's been nothing in the um, ongoing legislation, which sort of is changing, or any directives from the governor's office that has changed that. So uh, because your employer is still open and you're st- uh, or still working or has you know allowed you to, to telework uh, or work from home. So if your child is your child's school has been closed and you want to stay home with them, unemployment compensation is only going to be paid to employees whose employers are temporarily or permanently closed due to the uh, coronavirus situation. A couple of people had questions about the the form itself when they went online to try to try to fill it out. While you're filling out the form, it asks you to put down your employer contact point. But in a lot of these situations, the buildings are evacuated. The managers are out of work, too. Who, who do they put down? Are, are they going to be putting down, like, uh, personal cell phones? Yeah, and that's exactly – that's a very good question. So, obviously, in this, in this day and age, there seems to be where everybody is sort of streamlining the process. So, you're going to put down as much information as you can right now. When you are filling out your form, if you have a supervisor, you can put that supervisor down. If if you have uh, the supervisor's email address, put that down. If there's a cell phone, that's fine to put down. Whoever and whatever information you have, anything where somebody sort of can verify or if they need to reach out to your supervisor, 
they can get that inf- any information that the uh, Department of Labor finds necessary. Here's another question I got. Um, uh, some people pay for benefits from their paycheck. So a portion of their paycheck gets deducted uh, each paycheck they get to pay for their, their health insurance, their benefits. If they stop getting paychecks, how does their health coverage work? What, what do they need to do to maintain health coverage? So to maintain health coverage, that's the other sort of wrinkle in this. The unemployment is only going to cover you for financials, and it's only going to replace to the you know, and I don't and I use replace sort of in a in an informal term. It's going to subsidize your paycheck. You're going to then you're not going to be entitled to your benefits. Um, so there's a couple things that happen depending on it. You that's where you have to reach out to your HR representative or the owner of the company, or whoever you sort of deal with, uh, to find out. And they may send you to the, the person who administrates or their benefits, and there's going to have to be a discussion and some correspondence uh, and dialogue between you and that person. Because depending on it, it's it's sort of on a, a um, individual business position. And what I mean by that is some may keep people on their benefits for as long as possible. Some may say that when we terminate your employment, you're you're going to be off the benefits. Uh, then you will be entitled to what's called COBRA, which allows the, the you to continue the benefits. But COBRA is going to be usually very expensive because if your employer was paying 50% of your your benefits or 100% of the benefits, now they are going to be looking to, you know, the COBRA only uh, has you picking up all of the costs. That is a discussion where you really want to talk if there is uh, an HR manager, if there is somebody who you deal with or the owner or your manager to discuss what is their position as to, you know, future benefits. Uh, They may say that, you know, you're terminated and your benefits are only good through the end of the month and then you're going to go on COBRA, uh, which is probably not the, the best solution for anybody. There is no sort of measure that's been sort of directed right now. Um, maybe in the future, in the next couple of weeks, if people are starting to get laid off, there may be some uh, direction either from uh, the state or local or, or federal government has to do with that. But your benefits are not covered by unemployment compensation. So I guess the short answer is you're going to lose your benefits when you lose your job unless you cut, you have some other arrangement with your employer as to what they're doing about your benefits. So, James, l- last night, Governor Wolf ordered the closure of all non-life-sustaining businesses. Uh, it's a it's a massive amount of people that that are affected. Is it fair to assume that a large percentage of them are probably going to try to apply for unemployment. Yeah, this is a situation where there is no playbook for anybody. I think everybody is sort of trying to figure out what to close, what to sort of how to keep people safe. And then they're sort of dealing with the financial aspects of it as they can. They're trying to do it simultaneously. I don't think that they've sort of thought about the impact of by, you know, telling companies that they need to close, the trickle down then is to the employees. You know, the federal government has talked about dispersing some checks. I think that's going to sort of fail in comparison to the the income that people sort of need and need need now. Um, right. Yeah, I think that's why what I would say is if your employer says, you know, hey, we're cutting your hours, 
or your employer says to you today, listen, next week, don't don't show up. That discussion should be very quickly with your employer and say, "Okay, well, are you you know, are you planning to pay me next week for not showing up? They may say, I don't know or no. And that's when that that, you know, my way of looking at it is because I think it's going to be more and more and more people are going to be filing for unemployment. I think you have to have those frank discussions now because I think at some point, unfortunately, similar to the you know what we're seeing in the, on the medical side, the the system may be overloaded uh, with claims. You know the governor the governor came out with a directive, but even you know even the the businesses that are still sort of staying open as you know essential, they're becoming fewer and fewer. And I think probably by next week, it'll be fewer and fewer. And even those that are sort of in there right now are sort of doing a, you know, a, a limited uh, workforce. So I think you got to have discussions with your employer, you know, and they're uncomfortable and they're scary, but sort of say, hey, what's 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 the plan? What are you thinking? Prepare yourself for that. Think about sort of protecting yourself from the income side. Obviously, if you're dealing with medical issues, that's one thing. But, you know, if you're dealing sort of your goal right now is to sort of protect yourself and and that income, that stream of income. And, you know, that's why, you know, to the extent if you have paid time off, sick leave, use it because there's no sort of uh, break in the in the in the income stream. And then if, if you find out for those who it's first time, you know, dealing with it, yes, it's scary. Yes, there's anxiety. Talk to your employer and sort of, you know, remember you may be eligible for unemployment, so you, you may want to may want to file it, especially because if your employer says, "Well, we're going to lay you off," no, we're not going to pay you, but we'll, you know, we'll rehire you when things, you know, come back online. The minute you hear that, you know, file for unemployment and 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 see if you can get compensation for it. All right, sir. Last question, uh, and I don't even know if you can answer this one, but does the the amount of people currently seeking unemployment benefits, does that affect how much money you get? And uh, correlated with that, how big is this pot? <laughs> if, if you have <laughs> there all... you go. Yeah. All right. Well, well, it, right now that there is a pot of money. Uh, there has been no discussion <laughs> as to that the pot of money is going to be split up based upon the, the amount of people. So it is a formula based upon your income of what you earned of the last sort of, think about it, year, four quarters, four out of the last five, you know, completed quarters. But no, there there is no, uh, there is nothing out there, and I have heard of nothing as of yet, where they are, for lack of a better, prorating unemployment compensation because the, the fund, you know, is drying up. I think you're going to find that it's going to be severely hit. But remember, you know, em, em, employers paid into the unemployment compensation fund. Uh, employees have play, paid into the unemployment compensation fund. I mean, the way that somebody could look at it is, especially the first time people are unemployed, is, you know, you paid into this fund. It's it's partially your money. As to uh, how much is in there, um I don't know that that's public information or information, at least that I have. But no, there has been no discussion that this fund is going to dry up. But uh, I think, you know, in a month from now, you may find that states are contacting the federal government and saying, hey, you know, not only are our businesses depleted, but our our, our unemployment compensation funds are, are getting depleted. It's really just going to depend on the amount of people that have, have you know, have used it and the surge. 
as I said sort of earlier, you know, the, the fact that, you know, in one day, you know, you did four times as much as an entire week, you know, three weeks ago, I think you're going to start to see it. Um, and I think, you know, right now, this, this sort of first week, you know, people still got paid. Um, I haven't seen some. I know some people that have been unemployed that just got laid off because of the situation, especially in the legal profession. But yeah, I think you may find that as it goes on, you know, funds may sort of be depleted. But no, there, you're, you're, there, there has been nothing, at least that I have heard of or uh, I've became, I've become aware of, that says, okay, this is only, you know, good to, you know, the first you know, first 10 people that sign up, you get it all and go from there. So, All right, sir, I'm, I'm sure you're slammed. And you mentioned earlier that it's not fun working from home. But if, if people w- want to learn more about what you do, uh, where should they go? Okay, so if you want to learn more of what I do, so you can go to my website, which is jamesperl.com, J-A-M-E-S-P-E-A-R-L.com. You can also send me an email. And that's easy. That's uh, james at jamescarl.com. They can always reach out to me. Similarly, the best thing I would say is for those who uh, are, you know, are now in this first time situation, you know, look at the the state's website. Really, I I think that I know some people sort of think that's information overload. There is really some good information right now on the uh, the unemployment compensation website there's a section dealing with specifically the the covid uh, 19 uh, scenarios and it sort of gives you a sort of a step by step and a lot of the, the the questions that that I answered they're on there and there may be some that are that are you know updated additionally it's obviously a scary time and so the more information you can get and I think that's really sort of it because I think you know as everybody talks there's some other misinformation that may be a little bit out there, but if you can sort of go to the websites, at least it seems to be pretty on 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 point and sort of updated pretty quickly as to what is what is occurring. James, thank you so much for your time and thank you for coming on KW in depth. I really appreciate it. Thank you. That's it for this episode of KW in depth coronavirus. I'm Tom Rickert, and we'll be back with another episode soon. 